Welcome to Hold Up, the podcast where we watch our favorite rom-coms and decide whether they hold up. I'm Carrie Gilbert. I'm Allison Gilbert. And this week we watched Six Days, Seven Nights, um, which stars Harrison Ford and Anne Heche. Um, We watched it in honor of Anne Heche, um, who recently passed away. I did not think about the fact that she died in a car accident and this movie is about a plane accident and now I feel like we're being flipped. Which wasn't our intention. Oh, wow. We that just wanted to watch a movie not, of hers we liked. That didn't occur to me at all. It also stars David Schwimmer, Allison Janney. The Allison Janney was a twist I'd forgotten about. I like I like wasn't looking, I was taking a note, and then I heard her voice and I was like, CJ. <laughs> um the ad layouts are wrong, Leo. They're wrong. The actress, I don't know her name. I'll never know her name, but she's a character actress. The one that played the woman that David Schwimmer. Casual girlfriend who David Schwimmer ends up sleeping with. Yes. Well, his fiance is presumed dead. It's dark. It's like a dark move, Ross. Jacqueline over doors. It's in and out. You know? Yeah. This movie came out in 1998. It was directed by. Ivan Reitman, Reitman, who also direct, who is most famously directed Ghostbusters, but for this pod, because Ghostbusters cannot in any way, shape or form be construed as a rom-com. Although maybe one day we'll try. I'm happy to try. I love Ghostbusters. Um, For the purposes of this pod, he directed No Strings Attached, and it was written by Michael Browning, and it holds, Gary, do you think it holds a higher score than Practical Magic or a lower score than Practical Magic? Higher. It does. It holds a 37%. Oh, wow. I would have expected more. I feel like this movie was a hit back in the day. This movie was I don't think that's everywhere. True. I think it's just it was, because you and I had it on DVD. No, no. It was a box office success. I looked it up today. I Googled okay. it. It was because I was the one of the first five DVDs, one of the five DVDs that came with their first DVD player. <laughs> I like I was like do you want to watch this movie and he was like six days seven nights it was one of the DVDs the the five DVDs that came with our first DVD player so I've seen it a bunch (laughs) that's hilarious um I googled it because I was trying to remember what the story was about Harrison Ford like going to bat for Anne Hayes with this movie what's that story I meant to commented on her death he I don't that I didn't look up but she went public with her relationship with Ellen DeGeneres like the day after she got cast in this movie or like got announced as being in this movie. And there was talk of the studio replacing her and she like called Harrison Ford and was like, Hey, you know, like, I think this happened. I might get replaced and he was like well if they replace you they're gonna have to replace me like i'm we're gonna make this movie i don't care like who you're sleeping with essentially um and like went to bat for her and basically like used his privilege to make sure she stayed in the movie that's all you get when you look up harrison ford and heish death star wars actor was Anne heish's quote hero after discrimination also, according to the New York Post, so a very reliable source. Sure. Ellen DeGeneres affair caused life to unravel, which, you know. 
anyway Helen so, may, may, or, or may or may not be a horrible person uh allegedly allegedly I'm cutting that out we're not putting that <laughs> out kill me. yeah um I mean, it's, so anyway here like we can say it at this point here's the board to dream boat i wrote down my fourth note and maybe my most important note i'd let harrison ford fly me anywhere i don't like small planes maybe because of this movie if harrison ford was like get in this small plane that is rickety i'd be like whatever you say if i'm gonna die i'm gonna die with harrison ford yeah carrie what's this movie about so this movie is about um Anne Hage plays a woman named Robin. She is an assistant editor for a woman's magazine. Because it's the 90s and that's the only job women had in rom Right, yes. Um, she and her boyfriend, then fiance, and then he becomes her fiance because he proposes. They go on vacation to somewhere in the like Tahiti-ish area, but it's not Tahiti. Um, the pollen, don't they say it's like the Polynesian Islands? Yeah. Um, and her boss, who's played by Allison Janney, needs her to go back to Tahiti for like 15 hours to do a photo shoot for the magazine. And she has Harrison Ford fly her and they get caught in a storm and they crash land on a deserted island. And this is the rom-com story of how they get back to civilization it's like even castaway tom hanks and wilson had had a fling you know right yeah those vibes um it's great i what did you i mean what were your predictions i don't remember i remember like loving this movie when when was the last time we watched this movie probably like 2004 like it's been a while yeah i just remember being like it's gonna be great i forgot about the pirates i forgot that it gets like real adventure there for a minute yeah so i know the only people of uh polynesian or really non-white descent in this movie are either pirates or they work at a hotel <laughs> yes that is correct which um, feels very 98 um no i enjoyed it it's not good like it's not bad it's just not like I, you know i was not watching it being like this there's a reason I feel like we stop. You know, they're okay. There are rom-com movies you watch when you're young that you keep watching forever. We are still watching the Meg Ryan nor Efron movies. We're still watching My Best Friend's Wedding. We're still watching While You Were Sleeping. At some point, we watched this for the last time until now and didn't know it was the last time and just never had a desire again. And I and I think that feels right because I think now that I've watched it again, I'm like, great. It's ridiculous. See, I feel like I got to pull this movie out every like five to 10 years. Okay. I mean, maybe if I just want to see Harrison Ford be hot, but there's just so many different ways to do that, you know? Sure. But I also feel like I, at least like to my recollection, like other than this movie, I don't remember Anne Heche doing a lot of comedy. I feel like she did a lot of- did not watch that never watched it it was a tv show she was on um but i feel what, like she did a lot of like and he's known for darker stuff um she had like a couple of tv shows she was in a remake of psycho i think this is probably one of her biggest things she did um 
she's funny. Like I thought she was funny. very funny in this. I thought she and Harrison Ford were very funny together. Um, I thought their chemistry was very good. Um, I feel like th- yes, it's a rom com, but like clearly they were leaning into the com part of it with the casting. I feel like they really were. They cast like intentionally funny people. Um, and Harrison Ford. Not that he's not funny. It's just no one's ever like you know that great comedian Harrison. Sure, right. <laughs> no um, one's like it's Robin Williams, Steve Carell, Harrison Ford. <laughs> you know. Did you look up how old Harrison Ford was when he made this movie? Because I sure did. No, because at one point he whispers to her his age, and she's like, "You still look good." Yeah, 60, that was right? way where I was like, oh, "I got no how old he was." Sixty, right? Uh, 50, 40, 56. Fifty-six. All right, that feels right. Yeah, so, I mean, he's like eighty. He's eighty. He is. Yes, I looked 80, I, 80 years old. He uh-huh. has eighty years. Mm-hmm. This movie's twenty-four years old. In case you were wondering. It's been 24 years since this movie was made. Since 1998? I guess that's right. Like 24 year olds are full humans. Yeah. Time. Um, I would still have sex with 80 year old Harrison Ford. Sure. There is not an age. I said this when we talked about Working Girl. There is not an age. There is not an iteration of Harrison Ford under 18. I would not have sex with teenage Harrison Ford. Fair. There is not an adult age or iteration of Harrison Ford that I would not bang. That's fair. Um, yeah, he was great in this. I mean, very dreamy. He very flies resourceful. a plane. He re- flies a plane. He fixes a plane. He couple does, of he times. fixes a plane with a different old plane that they right. find on the island. Yeah. Well, running from pirates. He'd be great in the apocalypse, you know? I mean, this character would. I'm not sure Harrison Ford. Well, sure. Um, Yeah, it'd be excellent. At one point, Um, she has hiking boots. uh She takes hiking boots with her for her 15-hour trip. I had so many questions about that. So she is supposed to fly from, I think it's, what's it called? I want to say Mackinac, but that's not right. Makatea. Makatea, which is where she's on vacation to Tahiti. She's supposed to be gone for like a night, not even 24 hours, a night. She and then, but when they get stranded on this island, she has multiple outfits that she are appropriate for hiking around an island, including hiking boots. She planned for this plane to crash. Conspiracy she planned theory? to be deserted. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, and so like, I guess he has alcohol on the plane, which I will buy, but their first night he roasts them up a peacock. And I remember thinking as a child and thinking again now, like that fucking thing looks good. Like he seasoned, I don't know where he found barbecue sauce or whatever. He slathered it with it, but he seasoned it up. Right. But then they're drinking out of coconut, which if you've ever watched like naked and afraid or uh, alone, it's not like easy to find and cut open a coconut but they're drinking out of coconuts mm-hmm. that also have little flowers and maraschino cherries in them like they're drinking out of the type of like coconut drink you'd get at a resort and we're supposed to believe that they've like finagled this together like she went and found a pretty well, little flower and then a mar- somewhere she harvested a maraschino cherry for their rum cocktail that they've made while being deserted 
he says that he's flying um hotel supplies back to tahiti so that was always the explanation of like where and i think he was using the juice from the jar of maraschino cherries to season the peacock which did look delicious yeah it looks stunning would i eat a peacock maybe if i'm on an island with harrison ford i'd eat any i'd eat you exactly if he threw some if he seasoned you up right and put some maraschino cherry juice on you just kidding i wouldn't eat you um I would eat the peacock. Also, she has a cell phone. She's like, I'm gonna, I got mm. my cell phone. And it's like, for, it doesn't work, obviously. They're stranded on an island. But even so, it's the 90s. Like, you couldn't just use your cell phone in an international location. Right. Like, yeah, only in the last, like, you couldn't fly to Tahiti and then have your cell phone still work. Like, no. now, you tell them you're flying and you pay, like, you either find Wi-Fi or you pay $10 a day for data or whatever. Like, now it's fine. But like, even when we went to Greece, what was that? I was about to say 10 years ago. It definitely was more than 10 years ago, wasn't it? Anyway, when we went to Greece a handful of years ago, we had to like WhatsApp the whole time. Yeah. 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 In 1998, your cell phone like didn't even work in a different state, let alone in. Yeah, you'd be like roaming. On a fucking deserted island in the middle of like the Polynesian islands. No. That was absurd. Yeah. But I mean, she tried. She, she was also, desperate. And this was, she also at one point, like, they're sleeping, they're hiding from pirates. They're sleeping under a World War II plane they just found. She's, they just ran from pirates. So they were like in water. And then she's falling asleep next to Harrison Ford and her eyebrows are impeccable. I was like, when did you find time or the her, desire to her fix eyebrows your eyebrows? Do not hold up. No, they're so thin. They are plucked. But she had drawn them in of so their life. Plucked within an inch of their lives. I have heard a um, rumor since the 90s are back that thin eyebrows are coming back. No, I will not. I will not. Take anything from me. Oh, this is all I have. This is my only source of power. You will not take these bushy motherfuckers. I I will not go back. I will not. I will not. I will not face that pain again. <laughs> no. And just for any Gen Zers listening, so no one, just remember, I think you might be, like our mother luckily had this and now you might be a generation removed. But if you pluck your eyebrows, they might not grow back. Why do you and think so don't so do short it. on the ends? I have to draw them in. Don't do it. So girlies, don't do it. I like the well, idea because, that we have Gen Z listeners. Because <laughs> sometimes we'll cir- at some point we'll circle back to Bushy and then you'll be sad. And then you'll have to get them microplaned or whatever that is, microbladed. Yeah, I don't know. Bushy will come back, guys. Be um, um, he keeps a flare gun in his pants. There's a lot of choices made that I wouldn't make. You're, he's going he's gonna to blow off his penis. I was concerned about that, yeah. When she was trying to like, like aggressively rip the flare gun out, and I was like, and then she shot it at a tree. I mean, we needed to get rid of the flare so that they couldn't be rescued. I get it, story wise. But why is he keeping it in his pants? So he has it safe. Mad Eye Moody tells Harry Potter not to keep his wand in his back pocket because he's going to blow something off, which feels like good advice. True. It may have been Barty Crouch as Mad Eye Moody, but whoever the advice is coming from, it sound. I think the same rule should apply for a flare gun. 
I feel like I needed more in terms of timeline. Yeah. Were they stranded for six days and seven nights? I mean, presumably, but also that airplane project at the end where they're like taking the old airplane and like combining it with the new airplane with, I I assume limited tools felt like that would take, I mean, on lost, it took them like fucking six months to build a boat. I just feel like, sure. I think we're probably somewhere between the reality of lost and the reality of six, like reality is somewhere between lost and six days, seven nights, you know, sure. On lost, there were also polar bears that have yet to be explained. They were explained, Allison. There was a zoo. We have to go back. <laughs> Rewatch it. The polar bears were explained. Do you think that Anne Haitian, Harrison Ford were stuck on the island that was the cap of all evil? Yes. Yeah, I do. Oceanic Flight 871 or whatever. That's why the pirates were there. You know what else style-wise didn't hold up? Her little lace tank tops because it actually has come back around to holding up. Yes, that, but also her knit coach purse. So much. I mean, like, honestly, the problem is, like, everything she was wearing, I was like, the girlies are wearing this now. You watch Euphoria, they're just all dressed like Anne Hayes, six days, seven nights. Chunky heels and skinny spaghetti trap things with very small boobs, so you don't need a bra. This means heroin cheeks coming back, doesn't it? That's the one I'm not doing. Mm-mm. We're not doing I'm that. I'm sorry. Shit. What point were, you doing, up a- were, were you 13 with doing heroin chic? You were shooting. No, but I'm saying like as as a group, we're not doing it. It fucked up a whole generation of women. We don't, we're not we're doing that. Keeping our asses fat and our eyebrows uh-huh. bushy. <laughs> That's exactly right. Mostly the ass thing, because I don't really have that much of a choice. Um, I liked that when she's taking Xanax on the plane, she's explaining what it is. Because mm-hmm. like back in the state, people are like, what is whereas now? we're all on it you know it was back in a time when we weren't all on anti-anxiety medicine yeah we needed it explained to us also she takes so much xanax like she would die right but that scene is so funny yeah when they're flying through the storm when she takes xanax and she gets high as fuck and she's so funny like she's really funny in this movie she's very funny um yeah, the other thing that like we're not doing anymore is in the first scene we're in New York and it's winter and she's like commuting in like a snowstorm. We just work from home now. Like we're not doing that shit anymore. Commuting in a snowstorm? No, thank you. Although <laughs> is, it so- is it is there precipitation? I'm working from home. Thanks. Right now is it like, oh, is there no precipitation? I'm working from home. Is it an arid desert with no water and it's 104 degrees? I'm working from home. Send me your children. I can't work from home. Oh, to the point about Anne Hayes being funny, I like that in this movie, Harrison Ford is sort of like the straight man to like her comedy. She gets to be sort of, right. She gets to be funny. She gets to be get the the one liners, the jokes, and he's just kind of there to look hot. I appreciate and be that. Gr- and be grumbly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, like, we're clearly doing an age gap thing. Like, he's supposed to be older. But it doesn't feel like the movie's, like, pointing at it as, like, a thing to pay attention to or, like, a thing that's hot or a thing that's, No, it was unclear how old she's supposed to be. Because I look at women women and men in, like, 90s rom-coms and just assume they're all older than me. I look at most people and assume they're older than me. And then, like every time I'm on TikTok scrolling, I'm like, all these adults are talking, and then they're like 22 year old 
euphoria girlies and Anne Hayes wardrobe. Like, I think I just think I'm a child. (laughs) So she was 29 when she made this movie. Okay. I feel like she's supposed to be like 30-ish, you know, like around there. So she's like 29, 30 and he's 50 something. I'm fine with that. That's an age gap I'm fine with. Once you hit 30, you can date any age older than you. Yeah. Because 30 is a grown up. Even Did you see 25, I'm okay. Did you see the tweet today? I was like, wait, I have to find it because it made me chuckle very hard. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. (laughs) It's from Bob Volfov. Good for you, Bob. White smoke has emerged from the chimney atop North Hollywood High School, signaling that Leonardo DiCaprio has chosen a new girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, I have a question. Do we think this couple made it or are they just trauma? Oh, wow. They're just trauma bonded, right? Same, same. I'm not convinced these two stay together. No. I think they have some hot sex for a while. And then she's like, I'm supposed to move to Tahiti for you. And he wore, like, he tries to, you know, go back to, like, life in New York. And he's like, nah, not for me. Right. These two do not stay together. Mm -mm. They don't do it. Because they were just trauma bonded. And maybe, like, she also, like, at the end as she's breaking up with Ross, she's like, we're not really in love with each other. And it was like, you seemed really in love, almost <laughs> annoyingly so at the beginning. Right. Like, that I was, was not set up until you were on an island. I was like, at the beginning, I was like, oh, these two seem well-suited for each other. Like, they seem to really <laughs> like each other. annoying. They travel well together. They're both, like, New York professionals in the 90s. I don't he hadn't seen her for two days so he sent her flowers or something like that yeah i hadn't seen ben for two days he went to vegas and i had to pick him up from the airport and make him dinner i was like this bitch gets flowers truly like expensive beautiful flowers and i drove to to the polynesian islands although if someone got me flowers because they were gone for two days i'd be like fuck you do this is weird (laughs) (laughs) like do i need to read your text messages yeah can I have the passcode to your phone, please? Yeah. And um, if you say no, why? Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we went from like we should get married to we're both having physical and or emotional affairs with other people really quickly. Yeah, to be fair, they both cheated on each other immediately after finding themselves separated. Yeah. And Although I get that it was I understand like more because it's like maybe I'll die here, you know. Well, and his is like maybe sh- I never see her again, you know. I get it. Give I- it a week, though. You know what I mean? Like, this is the same note I have for Ross when he and Rachel were quote on a break. It's like, give it some fucking time, Ross. Sure, but I don't blame either of them. But I, I think- do feel like we got there very quickly. I think she spends like three months in Tahiti with Harrison Ford and then they break up and she goes back to New York and then within six months she's back with David Schwimmer. I could see it I could see it and they live their like wealthy New York publishing lifestyle yeah yeah I never I just never talk about it because nobody in this situation got therapy despite everyone needing it and this is a rare movie we say a lot that like oh the people in this rom-com need therapy this one they need therapy as a result of what happens to them in a rom-com not just like they're not like right. causing their own ruckus. 
Yeah, I mean, I think like at least post crash, what we see, like they're handling it fairly well. Honestly, she sort of she sort of gets back and she's like, "Well, that was tough, I guess." Like she does, and I guess like everyone experiences trauma differently, but also like maybe we're not having those conversations in 1998, and she's just sure. I feel fine. Um, I also like when she when they're back and she says to Harrison Ford, she's like, "Was it something, or was it just like what happens between two people who are stuck on an island together?" And I was like, "I kind of think it's that second one. It's definitely just that." Which I'm not saying is a bad thing. Like, again, I think that these two people will have a torrid love affair. They'll have some hot sex. They'll think of each other fondly. Yeah, this is a couple where, like, I'm these two don't stay together. Mm-mm. They didn't make it. But I hope they're happy. And I yeah. hope they did eventually get therapy. Yeah. I feel like this will be, like, they'll be, like, the, the, uh, the couple we were talking about in Flying Solo dot and john or whatever the hell his name was sure um john like they'll be like we want different things but we'll always think of each other fondly you know okay i, be- I like that for them that's what the i, hope for I them. just wrote down harrison ford's ass was that in relation to something or was i just I having mean, amusing this is the fun part about watching the movie a couple days before you talk about it i don't know what i was talking about is there like a good shot of his ass at some Must point? Must be. He is shirtless also, a lot. She also wears the most insane heels on the on the plane, where then she has to like get off the plane, and Harrison Ford chases her down. Mm-hmm. She's wearing insane heels. That's just not how I travel. Women in movies always travel, so she's also like in a little black dress, like in a little black cocktail dress, and I'm just like, yeah. Do you have a do you have to go to a cocktail party as soon as you get off the plane? Like, why are we dressed like this? I travel in full sweatpants. Same. The only if leggings I if I'm trying to look is cute. like if I'm traveling for work and I have to immediately be professional. How often are you traveling for work? I mean, not anymore, but at one point I was. Like hopping on planes, jet setting. I mean, yeah, but not to like Tahiti. I guess hers was a work trip. She never got that photo shoot done. No. But I mean, she did like go missing. So it's okay. I don't know. This is like hustle culture. So I bet you got in trouble. True. Allison Janney was very on top of it. Allison Janney, honestly, much like in um, 10 Things I Hate About You, the the real gem of this movie. For so long, she just played like three line character in rom-com. And then became CJ. You know, like for so long, yeah. that was who she was. But like when she shows up and stuff, she's great. You're like, she's fantastic. She should have been getting more work. Well, she, I think she's doing okay now. Gary takes a minute to. This was like right before the West Wing, I feel like. Yeah. This yeah. was 1998. So you probably filmed right before she got cast. Yeah. All right. I have nothing else to say uh, about this movie. No, I thought it was fun. It was, I suggest I thought it was a great time. It. It has. I, don't, I haven't actually seen the Lost City, but I imagine that this is kind of what the Lost City is. Huh. I do think you should watch. Should we watch the Lost City for the Patreon? Did we just do that right now? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. I do think the Lost City is fun and dumb. Mm. Channing Tatum isn't quite as helpful in it as Harrison Ford is because he's dumb. 
he's like sweet but dumb you know what i mean he's not contributing much to the team except like a good heart and a pretty face i feel like that's channing tatum at his best honestly yes and you know what i think we've discovered daniel radcliffe as at his best is deranged uh villain slash maybe weird al yeah did you did you send me that tweet or did you see that tweet that was like Daniel Radcliffe's agent calls him and is like, I've got a role for you. And Daniel Radcliffe's like, is it weird as fuck? I'll do it. Which like, though, if you had been a child actor, like that is, you have been the type of child actor where now you have fuck you money, which he absolutely has fuck you money. And you're a respected enough actor where people will like let you do roles. Like why the fuck wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Why wouldn't you play Weird Al? Yeah. I love Weird Al. Yeah. I think he's a delightful man who has given us so many things. And he like doesn't take himself too seriously, which you gotta appreciate. Also, he's a white comedian of a certain age that as far as we know has never sexually assaulted anyone. <laughs> I mean, the bar is on the ground, but like <laughs> Also, no wrong. one's ever been like, he's been weird to me in a play. Like, I feel like everyone's weird Al story is like, he was nice and weird, which is what yeah. you want. Watch someone's gonna be like, actually, like, he murdered puppies. I know, and right? I have to eat my words. I don't want it. Has he? I feel like he's also like been married to the same woman for like a thousand years. I genuinely think my like, my, like what I think I've heard about Weird Al is like he's a delightful weirdo who is very kind. Great, I love that for him. I sent it to Aaron, who loves Weird Al. And she was like, thank you. You're the third person to have <laughs> And I was like, um, you love Weird Al. We hope you all get to see the movie. He's been married since 2001. All right. Not quite as long as I thought, but still that's, I mean, at this that's point. That's only because you think 2001 isn't 21 years ago. Right. It's a, yeah. I mean, he's been, been married for 21 years. Fair. Fair point, Allison. She's like how old is he executive. like could he have been able to marry before then like that means he's probably been married since his 30s um 62 so yeah he was 40 there you go all right well good for him hope he's hope somebody doesn't correct us that he's like super problematic um there was someone else where i was like if that is i don't want to know just like let me live maybe Sarah's support it's just like don't take it from me you know yeah haven't haven't hasn't enough been taken from me leave me weird al and harrison ford i feel like that's not a big ask you know also i feel like i feel i really feel like we're eating. i feel like last time we did I feel this like about bill murray like a day later someone was like bill murray sucks and i was like fine god damn it so like i just feel like yeah <laughs> you're jinxing it speaking into existence all right, what are we watching next? Next week, we are watching Easy A. I'm excited. I was like, what did I just watch where they were referencing the Scarlet Letter? It was an old episode of Friday Night Lights. Easy A is a, is a teen movie based on a classic high school novel. In this case, Scarlet Letter. Can't wait. Because all the best teen rom-coms are based on a book. You, all the best high school rom-coms are based on a book you would read in high school correct it's how, um, it's how you do it wait till i do my like fucking lord of the flies rom-com love that can't wait 
where can people find us? You can find us on Instagram at hold underscore up underscore pod and on TikTok at hold up podcast. Yeah. And you can join our Patreon if you want bonus content. Oh yeah, we do bonus episodes and fun polls and maybe a Discord server. Carrie keeps talking about it. Um, and now I fun. feel like I want to start a book club. So if that's something you're into. Maybe we could talk about it on the Discord server. 